With the podcast being over a year old now, I've gotten to talk to some amazing people, bring them on the podcast. And I hope at some point, if you've listened to any interviews that they've impacted you in one way or another, since they've all been such amazing conversations, what I wanted to do was bring to you little snippets from those conversations, because at the end of every interview, if you've caught one, you know what I do, but I always ask the guest to leave you with some tough love, which let me remind you is simply defined as love expressed in a straightforward manner to promote another person's well-being, AKA caring so much about someone and their well-being that you refuse to beat around the bush. And every single guest has amazing tough love to give you. So just like in episode 154, this episode is bringing you tough love from five of our previous guests. So it's time to get spurred on and encouraged. Let's go. Hey mama, welcome to the Tough Love Mom Podcast. I know you're here because you're ready to get consistent and finally lose that weight and you're not afraid of a little tough love. You know what to do to lose weight, but following through on those things feels impossible. You wish you could just feel like your strong, confident self again and want to be a good example for your little ones, but you get thrown off by mom guilt and the unpredictability of motherhood. It's frustrating. Taking on your journey postpartum is hard, but it's not impossible. Hey, I'm Liz and I've been where you are. I gained a lot of weight in my pregnancies, 90 pounds and then 60 pounds. I needed to lose that weight to take control of my health and honestly just wanted to feel like myself again. With a sustainable approach to weight loss, simple consistency and working on my mindset, I lost it all in just over a year, both times and I'm here to help you do the same. I believe that we have an ingrained ability to figure out what we need to do, make it happen, and do it in a way that awes the world. If you're ready to stop falling off the wagon, create solid routine and healthy habits, and finally feel your best inside and out, all while enjoying dino nuggets on your salad, you are in the right place. We're about to transform your journey, my friend. Get pumped up. It is tough love time. First up is none other than my husband, Casey Henderson. In this first episode that he got to come on the podcast for, he talked about a husband's husband's perspective on a mom's postpartum journey. So what the husband's going through, what he sees, what he's thinking and feeling as personally as he's walked through two postpartum journeys with me. And he's got some awesome tough love for the moms and the dads out there. So let's give it a listen. So first of all, I want to challenge first the men and the, the husbands and the fathers that you need to be strong because nobody is going to be strong for your family but you. And then to the women and the moms, keep it up. You can be you can be straight with them. You can you don't have to beat around the bush. You can be straight. This is a tough love mom podcast. Yeah, be frank. So for the for <laughs> the mom for the moms out there, you, you gotta stop overthinking everything. Just stop overthinking stuff. Be open and honest. Don't be afraid to challenge your husbands and to be frank with your husbands about their status of health and wellness. Also for the wives out there, when your husband does show the motivation to take their fitness seriously, whether that's going to the gym for strength training, whether that's doing martial arts like jujitsu or joining a local team. For example, I play uh, rugby for the local men's team in Vegas. Shout out to the Irish. <laughs> Take that seriously and be sure that you're providing an atmosphere where they feel okay to leave the family for those short periods of time in order to go do that. Because the research shows that 
Children, especially young boys, will mirror the physical activities of the father more likely than the mother. Mm, yeah. So if if your husband is active and going out and doing stuff, just keep in mind that your children are likely to mirror that behavior. So provide a, an atmosphere and some grace where they are permitted to go do that. Yeah, absolutely. Because with activities like that, they the husbands and the fathers are fulfilling their role as best they know how, which goes back to protecting, presiding, providing for the family. This next mom is Sarah Jimenez. She's a life coach who helps moms go from hot mess to having it all together. And although that seems like a big jump to make, she approaches it in a really realistic way, especially in our interview. But here's the tough love she had for you at the end. Coming from somebody who's a total rebel and who does not like to do anything in order and who doesn't just believe because that's who I quote unquote am and my personality, don't let that stand in the way of you being able to do things that are going to better improve your life. Amen. So I say that with the most love because, you know, for the longest time I there were, I did two, there's two different things, right? So once we, I did a lot of study about personalities. So I've learned to understand my personality type and what I'm drawn to and what I'm, I uh, rebel against naturally, but you either take that information and you use it in your favor to work on the things that you're weak in and that to improve on the things that you're strong in, or you use it as an excuse to keep you from bettering yourself. And really, to me, I am so passionate about that. You can probably hear it in my strong, stern voice, <laughs> but I'm so passionate about that. Like, I get it. You know, you have strengths and weaknesses that might be different from mine, or maybe we're similar. But at the end of the day, do you want to be better? Do you want to be better tomorrow? Do you want to be better next year? Do you want to, you know, show up better and, and improve your life? If you do, you're going to have to do things that are, one, going to make you uncomfortable, and I, you know, I talked about this earlier, it's hard until it's easy, but what's the cool thing about these tiny habits and all these things that you implement, it's not that hard, honestly. And that's the fun thing about it. And backtracking before I get off tangent is yes. I think that you just need to remember that don't allow the way that just, that's just the way you are in your life is like, don't let, don't let that hold you back. If you want more and you want better. Okay. Let's, let's take responsibility for ourselves. Let's take responsibility for the results and the things we can control. And a lot of times we give ourselves an out and usually that out is, well, I'm just like this or whatever. I could have used that and it would have been fine, but I would have been in the same place that I was a year and a half ago. Emily Nichols came to the podcast to share about self-care for moms. She herself is a boy mom, and she's also an Orange Theory coach and a Whole30 coach and a specialist in behavior change. She focuses a lot on habits and, again, spoke on the podcast in her interview about self-care, which is so important. So here's the tough love Emily has for you. It is not selfish to take care of yourself. And I want you to write that down. I want you to tattoo it on your arm. It's not selfish to take care of yourself. It's necessary. It is necessary. So remember that. Remember that so you can think about the next time where you don't feel like you're being a very patient mom or you feel like you're not being a very present wife. What have you done to take care of yourself? And what are you telling yourself that's holding you back from taking care of yourself? Because like I said, it's not selfish, it's necessary. And 
to take care of yourself for even just 30 minutes a day is such a tiny percentage of your day that it's going to make the biggest difference in your day over time, especially as well. Next up are the founders of Eliath Active, which is activewear for moms. Their names are Alicia and Teresa. They met four years ago in a mom's fitness group out in Colorado, and they are so passionate, not just about moms and making them feel good and what they're wearing throughout pregnancy and postpartum, but they're also super passionate about community and connection. And they both have some tough love for you. You get to double dip on this one. So let's go. Um, I think actually I'm going to do a real talk about this soon. Um, because one thing that really frustrates me with the motherhood, um, community and more so, I think it's more so generations before us is stop blaming your kids. Stop blaming your kids for, I hate the thing that, oh, you're having kids. Your life is over. It's not stop saying that and stop encompassing that and thinking that, because if you do think that that is exactly what's going to happen. If something is important to you, you will make it happen. And so if you're not doing something now, because you've had kids, you need to be reflecting on yourself and thinking to yourself, Maybe it wasn't as important to me because I'm not making time for it. And that's okay. But don't blame the having your kids on it for it. Motherhood's beautiful. Motherhood's a journey. Not everyone's motherhood. And after, you know, having kids looks the same. So just because someone's traveling a lot and you're not traveling, it doesn't mean anything. It means it fills their cup. And if it doesn't fill your cup, you need to recognize that and you need to move forward and find things that do fill your cup. Stop blaming having kids on things that you, that have changed in your life since you've had kids. That's a good one. I, that just, that's just the thing that really frustrates me is um, I think that we, it's so easy to say, oh, I don't work out anymore because I have kids and it's just really hard. You know what? If you don't work out anymore since you had kids, that's fine. That's okay. Mm-hmm. But don't blame them. It must not have been that big of a priority to you before. And that's perfectly fine, but don't blame them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess mine kind of ties into that is just like, don't make excuses. Um, so a lot of people, like Teresa just said, they use their kids as the excuse, but it could be anything, right? Like my job is too time consuming. I mean, everybody has excuses, but whatever you feel like is important in your life, you need to make that a priority and you need to need to make time for it. And the only one that's hurting with your excuses is yourself. And so if you know, like I've been dragging lately, like I'm tired, I have no energy and it's because I haven't been active. You know, I haven't been active enough for me. Right. A lot of people would be like, uh, you're one of the most active people I know, but to what my body, what fulfills my body, I haven't been active enough. And I know if I, and I've been filling my mind with excuses all the time. Um, so that would, I guess would be my tough love is the stop making the excuses and make it a priority and you will be better for it. Last, but absolutely not least one of the women I have looked up to since watching her play and dominate the beach volleyball world with an unmatched ferocity. Carrie Walsh Jennings came on the podcast and she brought you some awesome, tough love. She's a mom as well. So she gets it. She plays at a high level. She performs at a high level and she's got some awesome, tough love for you. Let's go listen to it. Man, I really like this question and there's so many different ways to kind of address it. Mm-hmm. Um, first, I just want to say that I, I was raised in a family of tough love. I married a man who is a tough lover, like the level of accountability you know, consistent accountability and expectations is so powerful. It's made me who I am. 
And (laughs) it's a beautiful gift, I think. And you're right. It's like my best friend. I know she's my best friend if she's calling me out. Yeah. If she's not, you know, and same thing with my children, you know, I'm not going to let you eat that third donut because you're going to go have diarrhea right now. Like that (laughs) might feel like tough love (laughs) in the moment, but you know, I love you. So I'm saying no, you know, there's so many different expressions of it. And so I am a very big fan of tough love. I think that maybe where that kind of misses the mark or or where there needs to be an awareness, if you are a tough lover, and if if that's like your framework, which I think is beautiful. And I, I, I suggested, I think even, um, I think that as we give our children the love that they need, as we give ourselves the love that we need, like all the failures and all the lessons learned the hard way, we have to leave room for grace. And we just have to know that every bad experience, every mistake, every failure is literally simply a repetition at doing something better. Like as an athlete, if I like shank a pass and I like lose the game for my team, if I crush myself with that, my chances of doing well, the next one are gone. Like, you know, this, like you're done. Might as well go join the other team. But if I'm like, okay, that sucks. That hurts. How can I prevent this from happening again? What can I train? How is my mind? Like, if you go down the list, it'd be like, what's the wisdom I can get from this experience Mm -hmm. that becomes not a failure, but a win. You know what I'm saying? So I think as, as we kind of raise our kids and guide our kids, as long as we can be hard on them and set standards and boundaries. Um, but just say like, you know, you did this wrong, you know, let's understand what was a wrong part about what you did, but let's understand that this is not the end all be all. This does not define you love yourself enough to try again, love yourself to forgive yourself because you're like one step closer to greatness or you're one step closer to knowing who you are. You know, it's like kind of, I've said this before, but you have to live the contrast in life to know what you want. You have to go through hell to get to heaven. And all of that stuff is just provocation to better within you. But I don't think you get to greatness without a lot of tough love and without a lot of messing up and you have to love yourself for where you lack and for where your inherent potential is like lack to me now is potential. And I feel like, I feel like if we can kind of instill our kids to look at where they lack, where they're weaker as potential and get excited about it instead of self defeated about it, like that would be a game changer, you know, really hard. I don't know how you do that. Um, but I do know how I do that. You know, it comes in the moment. And I think we mm-hmm. all know how we do that. Um, Cause we all love, you know, when, when I scream at my kids, like, you know, I'm, I'm at my wits end. It's not them, yeah. you know? And so me acknowledging that even to my kids is really important. Like you guys, I'm sorry. That was, that was unacceptable. Yeah. You know, like we're, we're pretty candid in this house. I, my kid, my son dance the other day was like, mom, that wasn't okay. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> you're right. I'm sorry. Thank you for the accountability. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Captain. But you know, they're so honest. So I don't know if that answered your question, but Absolutely. I just think, yeah, it's, it's the self-love with the tough love mm-hmm. is really important. You know, and I think knowing who you are, trying to help their kids figure out who they are and love themselves for the good, the bad, and the ugly, like that will allow them to thrive in tough love situations and then want it, you know, they'll, they'll seek out the coach that challenges them because they'll see yeah. that challenge as, oh, they believe in me. They believe I have more in me, yeah. you know, and that's been my whole life. And I would want that. I feel like we rise to our expectations. You know, I don't like labels. Labels are so limiting, but I think having high expectations and then setting the culture and the environment to reach them is is our duty as parents. My hope always on this podcast is that you leave feeling both equipped and encouraged to do the hard things day to day and week to week that motherhood brings, that our journey brings, because 
It's not easy. Motherhood's not easy. It's not a walk in the park. Changing, growing, having to respond to new circumstances and new situations that you haven't faced before because you're raising this human and you're trying to take care of yourself at the same time. It's a lot and it's new and it's hard, but you are able to walk through it. And I just hope that the tough love that these guests had for you on today's episode that I compiled for you from past interviews were things that will help you go into this week feeling equipped and empowered because you are. If you want to hear the full interviews from all of these awesome guests, you can head to the show notes for links to every single one of them. I know these are all episodes that I love to go back and listen to because I'm encouraged simply by listening to guests that come on the podcast. So go listen to those if, you have, if you've missed them or if it's been a minute since you've gotten to listen to those interviews. And then if you want to get weekly encouragement straight to your phone, like little bits of tough love like these today that are short and sweet and to the point, and again, will leave you encouraged and leave you equipped to take on whatever you're taking on this week. You can text the words tough love to 205-809-7300. That's 205-809-7300. And what you'll get is a weekly tough love text from me. And we can chat back and forth. You can share with me what you loved about the most recent episode. But I just want to encourage you that you are capable of doing hard things. I hope this tough love today in this episode uh, just left you feeling that way. Be excited because there's more of these compilations coming in the upcoming weeks. And until then, get after it. Before you go, thank you for spending this time with me on the Tough Love Mom podcast. If this episode encouraged you in any way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a review, letting me know how the show has impacted you. Then send this episode to another mom friend or take a screenshot, post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me on this journey to impact thousands of moms. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you, sister. Until next time, get after it.